Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I hope all you ladies had a wonderful Mother's Day. I I failed to say that when we left the air on Friday, but I hope that you did. And uh, I hope that you pass that along. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and uh, then we'll get on with the show. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you once again in awe, in awe of your greatness, and thankful to you, Father, for the women in our lives who have meant so much to us. Some are already gone. They're with you. And Father, while we miss them here, we are thankful they are with you. Father, I know that we have many broken homes. Or maybe there isn't as uh, that closeness that should be there. I pray for those as well, Father. I pray that your healing hand will be on relationships. Lord God, you know that uh, we are concerned about this country. So we come before you. I pray humbly that we come before you as a body of believers across this great nation. And that we will, once again, be your children. A nation once called by your name is now now scoffed and laughed at. We are just a mess because we faltered. Father, we chased our own dreams and selfishness and desires and lusts and greed. Just like the prodigal son. Father, may we now come back to you, and I know that you will put that robe and the ring back on us, for we are children of the King, King Jesus. Forgive this nation for what we have done, Father, and lead us back on the path of righteousness, not for our glory or our comfort, Father, but for the glory of heaven and your kingdom, and to the salvation of those who are so desperately lost. Lord God, I just pray that you will bless today's show and the things that I'm going to bring to the listeners. It is in Jesus' name, for such a time as this, I pray. Amen. So the running question throughout today's show will be, how good is your memory? You know, the the right blames the border crisis on Congress. I'm sorry, the White House blames the border crisis crisis on Congress for not revising and and fixing the immigration laws. Congress does not does hold much of the blame, but mostly because they ignore the laws that actually they actually put in place. They refuse to hold the president, the executive branch responsible. And they, the legislative branch do nothing. Oh yeah. A few made ceremonial trips to the border, but in fact, the fact is We have 
good immigration laws. But the left, who at this time seems to own the power, refuses to enforce them. And that is the responsibility of the executive order. In other words, Joe Biden, the installed president of the United States, is breaking the law. Now, we can go back to Trump's presidency when he actually was trying to enforce the congressional laws of Congress regarding immigration. And the left called him all kinds of names. But none of those, let's say Pelosi, Schumer, AOC, or others, did anything to change their own laws that they were griping about. And, of course, they were... There were those on the right who also fought President Trump every step of the way, even when he tried to issue an emergency act. The almighty Matt Gates, it's 100% Donald Trump, voted against that, if you'll remember. And he had a good excuse. Yes, he did. I don't remember what it was. It was that good. But he voted against it. And now we can continue to trace this same problem, illegal immigration, back through time. Can you remember? It was an issue during Obama. It was an issue during Bush. It was an issue during Clinton. It was an issue during the other Bush. It was an issue during Ronald Reagan. It was an issue during Clinton. I said that already, didn't I? It goes on and on and on. But the geniuses in charge, oh, they pretend to debate, but they do nothing. How good is your memory? Do you remember those times that I'm speaking of? Oh, they they made Ronald Reagan promises. If he would give X amount of these people uh, amnesty, they'd fix those laws. But they didn't do anything. And we're still where we were. Now we have a real crisis. But I'm telling you, without a single doubt in my mind, it hasn't come through incompetency. I have impetency on it. <laughs> the right and the left are assisting this. And it is getting out of hand. But that is also intentional. I have some articles talking about this problem. And we will discuss that later in the show. But I just wondered how good is your memory? How good is your memory? The running question is going to go throughout the entire show. And it came to me through an article written by Lloyd Billingsley. I just love his name. Lloyd Billingsley. It's about an old attorney general, an old A.G. Bill Barr. By the way, where is John Durham? Are we still paying him? How good is your memory? I hope I can help bring some old news to the surface that came to me and show you just what a spider web, a permanent corrupt government we have found ourselves stuck in. But let us not be victims. The West are not such. Remember, I this is Vincent McCaffrey. He wrote an article yes, last week, and I had this down. This is the West. If we become the victims... There's nowhere else to turn. Now, this weekend, and last, actually, I watched the Alamo. You know, it's been done several times. And I like it. Remember the Alamo? How good is your memory? Tennesseans, Kentuckians, all assisted Texas. Other states did as well. They actually sacrificed their lives for freedom, independence, and liberty. They knew they were going to die. How good is your memory? 
Do we still remember the slaughter of the Alamo? It could have been avoided, you know. Those men could have just gone back to Tennessee and Kentucky and the other states. I believe we have some Missourians down there. Do you remember the Bundys? Do you remember Lavoy Finnegan? Do you remember the Hammonds? How many of you remember Ruby Ridge? How many remember Waco? That was my awakening there. How good is our memory, America? We've been under tyranny for so many decades. And by the way, the same two political parties, many of the same old people, which are causing chaos and crises today, were all involved in the Waco, Ruby Ridge, the Hammonds, the Finnegans, the Bundys. Those weren't too long ago. The same old, same old Congress. The same old, same old Attorney Generals. The same old, same old politicians. What are they after? <laughs> everything. They're after everything. In particular, your land. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth. And I, when we come back, we're going to have a fun article before we get into all the crust of these things. Actually, it was brought to me by my husband. Oh, he didn't perform it. He just happened to find it. And I'm going to share it with you. We need more cowbells. Hmm? Is that what we need? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Elmer Heinrich here to talk about minerals. Most people are aware our topsoil is depleted and our foods, especially fruits and vegetables, lack many minerals compared to years ago. Maybe that's the reason the world is sick. Now, according to Dr. Linus Pauling, our bodies need 60 minerals every day, but on average, we get less than 12 minerals from the foods we eat. Immuno 150, an incredible nutritional supplement that can fill the gap because it contains 70 colloidal plant minerals and 80 additional nutrients, 150 in all. A month's supply of Immuno 150 is available for $54.95 by calling 888-310-5252 or on the website immuno150.com. That's I-M-M-U-N-O-150.com. The 70 minerals are the key to good health and longevity, so call 888-310-5252. You'll be glad you did. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
without dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. Pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our Made in the USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference. When you buy American, the money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to Made in the USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other Made in the USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com. Better, safer, beautiful variety and great art. More than just forks and spoons, they provide liberty. LibertyTabletop.com or call 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country. LibertyTabletop.com. 844-386-2338. 844-386-2338. Buy American and bring America home. we have returned you're listening to csc talk radio this is beth and i think all of my farmers and ranchers that are listening are going to find a little uh humor in this particular one we did at home my husband thought it was kind of humorous we don't know what happened we don't know why but never underestimate the cows the title of this article and it's coming from usa today it's written by francisco guzman Cows lead police directly to suspect who fled after a traffic stop in North Carolina. Says North Carolina authorities were assisted by an unexpected group of animals in their pursuit of a suspect last week. Hint, it wasn't a canine unit. The Boone Police Department and their, the officers were conducting a routine traffic stop on Tuesday when a suspect fled the scene in his car and then ran on foot. The suspect, Joshua Minton, abandoned his vehicle in Watauga County and ran toward an undeveloped area. Due to the suspect's fast and reckless driving, our officers were not close enough to see exactly where the suspect ran. Directly to where the suspect was hiding. So they, they said, I, I'm sorry, I skipped a sentence there. They couldn't see where he ran. Authorities were searching the nearby area when they were greeted by local cows. Police say the cows led them directly to where the suspect was hiding. He says apparently cows do not want suspected criminals loitering around in their pastures. The cows communicated with the officers as best they could and finally just had the officers follow them to the suspect's location. Can you imagine the cows standing there at the fence going, moo, 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 moo. All right, we'll just turn around, follow us. Just turn around and there they go. And I envision them underneath the shade tree. You know, that's where he's under our tree. I, I don't know if that's exactly correct, but I can envision it, and it is kind of funny to think about. The authorities did arrest Minton on multiple charges, including felony, flee, eluding arrest with a motor vehicle, driving with a revoked license, 
and disorderly conduct. Well, why didn't they get him for trespassing? Hmm. So, more cows in the department to help fight crime. Is that what they need? More cows? It's not more cowbells. It's more cow cops. That's what we need. Hire them, guys. Yeah, I don't think they'll take as much pay, although hay's probably pretty high right now. And if they're in Missouri, the grass is growing really slow because we, they keep telling us it's going to rain, but it doesn't rain. That's a sign you're going to have a drought. He says, we at the Boone Police Department are always looking for better ways to serve our community. This is something they put on Facebook. We may be a small town, but we are progressive, forward-thinking law enforcement agency. But before cows can join the department, the police have questions, including if the cows are adaptable to a variety of police work. I bet they're not very good at the paperwork. I'm just saying. If the cows are more cost-effective than canine dogs, and how police will transport them to scenes. Now, that could be a sight to behold. But anyway, it's just all in fun. But they did do this. The cows led them straight to where the guy was in the pasture. And uh, we need more cow cops. That's all I can say. I have some headlines here that I thought I would share with you before we get along into this. Because I do have some things I want to talk to you about the border. I've got some things that are the real article that I'm, I don't know if excited about is the right word, but prompted this, how good is your memory title of the show, is the one I have about Attorney General Barr. You know, I'm kind of out of sorts with him. But here are just some titles of articles that hit my news feed today. Border Patrol arrests Afghan on FBI terror watch list. And we're going to talk about that one just a little bit. Mayorkas, white supremacy is the greatest terrorism threat in the United States. It's coming from Breitbart. Biden's ambassador is caught admitting border walls work. (laughs) Of course they work. That's why they don't want them. Democrat senator says people will revolt if Supreme Court blocks the gun control. I don't think so. I don't think so. School choice takes state houses by storm in 2023 legislative sessions. People want school choice. Democrats don't. Democrats never wanted freed slaves to be educated, if you remember that. They also didn't want them to have guns. Ohio school district sued over policy that punishes kids for misgendering peers. It's a crazy mixed up world. Inside, outside, upside down is all that we can say. This is a quote from Representative Thomas Massive. Deficit spending means you get more government than you bargained for. Amen, brother. Amen. Okay. So the Border Patrol, we know it hasn't been that long ago that they actually picked up Chinese spies. So I'm thinking for every one they catch, probably six or ten of them got away. But this is the Afghan, and we know that they lost. We knew they were going to. We knew it up front. We knew when the Afghan debacle happened, and they brought 80-some thousand Afghans here to this country and set them free. We, Without vetting them, we knew they'd lose them, and that's exactly what they've done. They've lost 80,000 of them. But this one was crossing the border, so it was a new one. 
The U.S. Customs and Border Protection agents on Wednesday arrested an Afghan national who was on the FBI terror's watch list crossing into the United States from the southern border. This is coming from Newsmax, but that particular article that they're quoting was coming from Fox. They know they'll never have to leave. The nation knows that's going on, and this president has only begun to be held accountable for what he has done. How is he being held accountable? I haven't seen anything happen yet. Have you? We keep talking about it. They've got the evidence, but they don't do anything about it. Because it doesn't matter who the attorney general is. I'm finding that out. Just keep that in your mind. It doesn't matter who the attorney general is. 13 states now. This came down over the weekend on the 12th of May is when I received it. It says that uh, 13 states move for emergency relief from Biden's regime open borders policy. Now, the one thing I have to say about this is when they're talking about emergency relief, they mean they want money. (laughs) And where's that money coming from? You reckon if we asked Zelensky to send us a few bucks back, he'd help us out a little bit? Rudy says no. They can't see you shaking your head no. Missouri Attorney General Andrew Bailey filed a motion on Friday seeking court order to force the Department of Homeland Security to abandon this illegal program. The motion was filed as part of Bailey's existing lawsuit against DHS contesting the regime's refusal to secure the southern border. Let's just say it like it is. They're refusing to obey the law. Laws. (laughs) As Attorney General, I will enforce the laws as written, which includes ensuring that the Biden administration cannot create unlawful immigration programs without the express permission of Congress. President Biden's immigration policy is so egregious that we can't even finish one lawsuit before needing to amend it to address something else. The Constitution is clear. The president is tasking with security our with he is tasked with securing our border. I am forced to force the pre, I am working to force the president to do so. So the attorney generals from the other states are Texas, Alabama, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, Ohio, South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia. That's the 13 that have joined the Missouri attorney general in this lawsuit against the White House and the DHS. Excuse me. It goes on and on, my friends. It just goes on and on. Biden's administration is breaking the law. That's it's just the way it is. And we can't seem to stop it. The one who should be really upset about it is the attorney general. Well, that's Mayorkas. No, 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 I'm sorry. That's that's the possum guy. I'm sorry. I've got the wrong one. He's the one who should be stopping it. But it doesn't matter who the attorney general is. So how do we deal with these immigrants along the border? What are we going to do with all these immigrants that are past the border and they're in the United States? We're talking millions of people. Millions. Maybe a third of our population now. Think about it. What are we going to do, America? They're all here illegally. They broke the law. 
Well, we should send them back. And when we do, let's send the president with them. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Garland, that's his name. Garland, I knew he'd come. How good is your memory? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Return to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to just say one uh, one more thing about this immigration problem we have here: the illegal immigration, the illegal illegal aliens. Hopefully, Trump will become president again, or somebody that'll do something about this. But not amnesty. We cannot give these people amnesty. We must round them up and ship them out. Don't want them in our prisons. We don't want to feed them. If they commit a heinous crime, they need to have the death penalty. We won't even bother with shipping them. No, seriously. If they get caught with fentanyl, I believe the death penalty. Too many of our children, our people, citizens of the United States have lost their lives. All of them must be shipped back. So how are you going to do that, Beth? Well, I don't know. But that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to uh, maybe um, lay off some IRS agents and see if they want to take those arms that Biden's given them and put them in ICE. Hire more ICE agents. Hire more police. Make them all aware of how to find these human traffickers. These drug traffickers, these cartels, these spies, because we can't rely on FBI and CIA because they're too busy going after Trump. We can't rely on attorney generals either, can we? I'm thinking, my husband looks at me funny when I say it, so does Rudy. I don't want him dead or alive, but I'm thinking we might have to put a bounty on him in order to bring him in. People need money. Then where's that going to come from? Tax dollars. Okay. I'm going to just mention this. This is a the Planned Parenthood are pushing. You know, they have lobbyists, and we pay them, and we should stop it. We need to defund them. But they want more representation in SCOTUS. So they're pushing for that. Well, let me tell you something. SCOTUS isn't there to represent anybody but the Constitution of the United States. They should not. We should not say, oh, we want liberal judges. We should not say, oh, we want conservative judges. We should say we want original constitutional judges. All right. Now let's get on to the big article. The article that was big in my eyes anyway. And I'm pretty much going to almost read the whole thing to you because I want you to remember... How good is your memory? So this guy, it's Lloyd Billingsley. I love his name. Gonna have to have him on just so I can say his name over and over again. The barometer falling. Now, you know, 
I thought, maybe this guy is our droopy dog. Droopy dog moves slow, but he always got his man. But this droopy dog was no droopy dog. He was just droopy. Barr is a part of the deep state. His allegiance is not to we the people, nor is it to the Constitution. So the quote out of here is, The horror show and chaos are not what you think. That's how Billingsley promotes this article. The former U.S. Attorney General, William Barr, on May 5th, he showed up in Cleveland, Ohio. I wonder why he didn't go to uh, Philistine, Ohio. Where he told reporters, it's a horror show, you know. If you believe in his policies, what he's advertising in his policies, he's the last person who could actually execute them and achieve them. The horror show he's talking of, though, is not the current White House, Joe Biden. The horror show Barr is referring to is what he believes the chaos that he believes will happen if Donald Trump is reelected president. He does not have the discipline, Barr says. He does not have the ability for strategic thinking and linear thinking of setting priorities or setting priorities or how to get things done in the system. And so you may want his policies, but Trump will not deliver Trump policies. He will deliver chaos. And if anything leads to backlash, that will set the policies much further back than they otherwise would be. What is he talking about? The chaos of Trump is not from Trump. It's from people like Barr. It's from the deep state. It's from the Congress. It's from people like Paul Ryan. It's from people like, uh, I'm trying to think of them. It's those deep staters. Brennan. Clintons. Bushes. They are... The chaos. The Democrat Party. He goes on in this article. That's quite the performance, speaking of (laughs) dinner. It's probably the most energy ever pushed, and I was the one pushing the energy on that. But he says, it's quite the performance from the former attorney general for President Donald J. Trump and George H.W. Bush. Barr seems to have missed a few horrors happening now. Despite the obvious mental and physical decline, Joe Biden seems fully capable of delivering Biden-esque policies. For example, Biden says the border situation will be chaotic for a while. But there's more to it. Barr cannot be ignorant about the supply chain problems, the soaring crime and inflation, A weak economy, a fathomless incompetence from government officials such as Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg, Secretary Petey. On the other hand, Barr knows that Trump slowed the illegal border crossings, built a strong economy, boosted energy independence, promoted Middle East peace through the Afghan Accords, and reduced the tax and regulatory burden on the people. Whatever one might think... Of these policies, there is no question Trump delivered them. Now the former attorney general prophesies that Trump will not deliver Trump policies. I I think I should say it more like droopy dog, droopy dog. 
Barr conducted no investigation or audit on the 2020 election. Yet he claimed there was not enough fraud to affect the outcome. Well, how do you know that? Barr backs the Democrat January 6th show trial and supported the FBI raid on Trump's residence. As he told reporters, FBI Director Christopher Wray and the people around him are not the types to throw the FBI's weight around to interfere in the political process. Oh, really? And Barr knows they are the type to throw their weight around, and they do interfere. Recall that the FBI mounted covert operations mid-year exam and crossfire hurricane against candidate and President Donald J. Trump. In his book, you know, he's written a book. (laughs) Oh, yes, he's written a book. One damn thing after another. The memoirs of Attorney General Barr. He gives glowing reviews to people like Robert Mueller, another former director of the FBI, and Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein, who appointed Mueller to investigate Trump. Few can appreciate the complexities Rob faced during the tumultuous time, writes Barr. And even fewer will know the important contributions he made to the administration and the country. Yeah, very few are going to know because there wasn't any. Since Barr names not a single one A ballpark figure of those important contributions might be zero, he says. (laughs) I already said that, right? Current FBI boss Ray, who denied any government spying on Trump, gets Barr's full approval, step of approval, even though we know he lied. Barr knew it, too. We're going to get into a little deeper need for your memory. So you hang on. Just what all happened... Well, since or while Attorney General is bar not only under Trump, but under another president. What happened during that time? I think we should remember the Alamo and a few other things. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-432-8150. 800-432-8150. That's 800-432-8150. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes MyPillow even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjusted fill of the original MyPillow, and now with the brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread, the MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. My Pillow 2.0 with its temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Best yet, it's BOGO. Buy one, get one free. MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com and click on Radio Podcast Square. Use the promo code Bethann or just give them a call at 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168. Promo code Bethann. We're in the final segment of today's show. I'm discussing the barometer. It's Attorney General Barr, who wrote a book. Uh, And it was very derogatory towards the President of the United States, President Donald Trump, that he served under. Uh, This article was written by Lloyd Billingsley. I got it from American Greatness. We're going to continue here with a little history on William Barr. Back in school, William Barr applied for an internship with the Central Intelligence Agency, and was admitted to the program. As a lawyer, Barr continued to work for the CIA's Office of Legislative Counsel. Aside from judging Jimmy Carter's pick of Stansfield Turner as a disaster, CIA bosses come off pretty well in Barr's memoirs. 
John Brennan shows up on page 190, he says. I thought this poor man had to read that whole book. Claiming that the CIA knew what Russians were doing in the 2016 election. And in the 1976 election, Brennan voted for the Stalinist Gus Hall, candidate of the Communist Party USA, a wholly owned subsidiary subsidiary of Soviet Union. Interesting, right? Barr is not curious why the CIA would hire such a person who never should have been allowed through the door. As the people might recall, Brennan was a signatory to the letter calling the Hunter Biden laptop story an example of Russian disinformation. We know now that that was a lie, but, you know, Barr's okay with that. Barr assigned U.S. Attorney General, I mean, I'm sorry, U.S. Attorney John Durham to look into the Russian hoax. But, as the memoir explains, quote, I made it clear that neither President Obama nor Vice President Biden were in Durham's crosshairs. Just collect the money, Durham, and pretend you're investigating. That's my input there. For William Barr, some people are indeed above the law, including Joe Biden. If that seems strange for a former attorney general, check out an episode not chartered in Barr's book. And this is where we're going to Prick your memory. Back in 1992, at Ruby Ridge, Idaho, the FBI deployed a massive military force against the Weaver family. FBI sniper Lone Rauchi shot Vicki Weaver through the head as she held her infant daughter. They were standing in the doorway. Snipers are trained carefully to acquire their targets, so there is little chance the killing was an accident, as the FBI claims. As husband Randy Weaver testified in the Senate, his wife Vicki was not wanted for any crime. There were no warrants for her arrest at the time she was gunned down. She was helpless. At the same time of the siege, Attorney General William Barr spent two weeks organizing former attorney generals to defend Hurochi, I can't say his name, the FBI agent that shot Vicky. The Weaver family filed a wrongful death lawsuit, and the Justice Department paid out $3 million. When an Idaho county filed criminal charges against Hurochi, Barr sought immunity for the FBI sniper. Abuse of power by a militarized federal agency is not a problem for William Barr. Given his record, it's no surprise that the former attorney general can't sort out chaos and horror now going on. The struggle against a ruling class, rot, is the struggle of memory against forgetting. That's why I wondered if we remember who was attorney general when all that took place. I'm ashamed that I didn't realize that. I didn't take time to think, or I'd have never thought he was a droopy dog. I would have always known that he was deep state. I did suspect it. Perhaps, America, our memories are too short. And when it comes to our government officials, we are way too forgiving. We are so busy 
trying to make our own homes and our own lives and stay afloat because of all the tyrannical government that is upon us. I had another article, a couple others that I was really excited to share with you, but we were going to hold those for a while. But I want you to stop and think. Go back and remember Waco. Go back and remember Ruby Ridge. What happened to Lavoie Finnica? Where are the Hammonds now and the Bundys? Where are they? FBI attacked them. BLM attacked them, trying to take their land. I have this one article that I'm just going to mention, and it's talking about the GOP debates and how they need to take it away from the mainstream media. I have an idea about debates. It'll never happen. But what if just an average old Joe citizen was the one handling the debates? A panel, maybe. A panel of a steel worker, factory worker, a panel of a farmer, a panel of a housewife, a panel of a homeschooling housewife, a panel that involved just plain old everyday Americans. Maybe a panel with somebody that's had their land taken away from them. How about Margaret Byfield on that panel? What about that when we start asking these candidates for president about this and about that? Oh, no, 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 no. You see, that's a little too close. The deep state wouldn't like that, and neither would their media. In here they talk about taking it away from NBC and and uh, the mainstream media. But we remember Fox. We remember Fox's Chris Wallace. We remember Fox's Chris, uh, Megyn Kelly when they moderated the debates. They weren't any better than NBC or ABC or CNN or anyone else. But what if we had a panel of maybe six or seven. Seven's God's favorite number, right? What about a panel of seven? Seven Americans coming from different places, but hard-working Americans. Nobody that's on a government check. Nobody that never misses a paycheck. You know, none of those were in this together, you know, because they never missed a paycheck. What about a mom-and-pop shop? Not Walmart. Somebody that owns a mom-and-pop shop. What about the florist? What about the baker, a farmer, a rancher, somebody who actually works for a living and is the foundation of this nation? They're the ones who ought to, just everybody gets two questions. So if there's seven of them, that's 14 questions. Let's take, uh, I don't know how many's on the, I don't know how many's up there getting asked. Questions that actually matter to the American people. Property rights, gun ownership, the First Amendment, things that really matter to the American people, school choice, our children, things that really matter, livelihoods. I think that's a grand idea to bring America home to the people. Home.